Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetabolicMasterpiece.com along with Brian Cron of BrianCron.com and today we are going to be talking about deloads. Seems to be the popular thing nowadays to program deload weeks once every three to four weeks and uh, Brian and I are going to weigh in on this issue and share the approach that we take um, basically given our thoughts and insights and experience on the subject. Brian, how the heck's things going, brother? Things are going fabulously well. I honestly can't complain. I'm really, really stoked for this. This is a, this is a subject, I don't know if I have a lot of passion about it, but I certainly have a lot of opinion. So Yeah, I, I think that's a good way. I mean, it's not an overly exciting topic, but you just see it come up over and over again. And um, yeah, I think it's about time that we weigh in on the issue. What are, what are your initial thoughts when, when you think about deload weeks? Well, first of all, context is everything. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not a strength athlete, even though I strength train. Like I'm not a, I'm not a power lifter, not a weight lifter. I, I care about my, my, my strength levels, certainly, but I'm not obsessed with my PRs. I'm much, I do this stuff to look good and feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to always kind of look at things. Whenever people make absolute statements about stuff, you always have to look at it through what lens are they framing it through like are they strength athletes are they powerlifters are they you know do they just want to look good naked blah 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 that that affects everything um so in my case since i'm not too concerned i don't take deloading that seriously i i follow a much more kind of organic process i like i know i know when i need to take a break i can usually i can spot it coming and that's that's when i that's when I deload. So it's kind of a self-fulfilling thing. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never, ever deloaded ever. <laughs> it's just been a, <laughs> yeah. it's just been a recent, uh, a recent thing for me. And, uh, I, I believe in the past we may have covered the subject of like taking complete weeks off and, and, uh, we were both in agreement that, I mean, life usually gives you time off. You have family vacations and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, um, you need to get a life if you don't take time off naturally. Um, I'm not one to program time off and I've never been one to program a deload. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I would get into little debates here and there with people about like, is it really important? Because I I never used it. But the more I thought about it, like seeing people, how they they structure in their fourth week uh, in a program as a deload, I'd say I kind of naturally do that anyways, where uh, I'll start a program Three weeks, uh, I'm continuing, like the first week, you're just kind of getting a feel for it, getting the weights for the different training protocol that you're using. Uh, second week, you progress on that. Third week, you're like gung-ho, ready to crush that and and make more progress on that that plan. And then by the fourth week, body starts to get just a little bit fatigued from the program. And, and at that time, I may just dial back the weight a tiny bit. Um or at least not push it like I had been pushing the first three weeks. So I kind of naturally do that, but I, I think listening to my instincts is 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 really where it's been at for me. And because there's sometimes like even uh, this past program that Rick and I were following is uh, a four week body part split, and some there's times where at the end of that that third week, starting the fourth week, we're starting to feel a little bit beat up. This time we were feeling on top of the freaking world. And if I had it programmed, if I had a deload programmed in there for that week, I would have been like 
bumming in the gym. Yep. Like, oh my God, I have to dial down the weight this week. This is ridiculous. I'm like amped up and ready to freaking crush some weight. Um, I want to take full advantage of that. And and we did, we absolutely loved it. So we did four solid weeks. And then we did a deload week afterwards. This is the first time we've ever done anything like this. We're like, it was, <coughs> it was about a month and a half ago where we kind of like, we like looking ahead what we're going to be doing. We knew after doing the high frequency training, we were going to be doing some body part split stuff. And we're thinking like, do we do 12 weeks of body part split training or how do we work it in there? And, and Rick said, Oh, you know what I used to do is I I'd follow a program for four weeks and, and then I take a week and just do some circuits for that week. And I thought, well, He's 52 years old. He's, he's an ancient bro. So uh, I, I got to trust his experience here. And it was solid. I know I, I mentioned it uh, in the last podcast, but it was a lot of freaking fun to throw in some circuit training. Now, circuit training isn't something I'd want to follow week after week. Um, but when you know it's only going to be a week and it, it just it's, an, it's a different test. It's a different challenge. Yeah. Uh, we everything was in the ten to twelve rep range, so it was, it was still a decent yeah. amount of weight. It's not like it was light, but just moving from exercise to exercise, get the heart pumping, getting the getting the muscles pumping. Like we were pumped, like we felt really good. Like I was ready to go to the bar afterwards. It was <laughs> I, I, or the beach or whatever. I yeah. we had a good pump on. We felt great, and it was it was great to get a bit of conditioning work in in there as well. So although it's not something I would follow on a regular basis. I see merit to this kind of circuit training type stuff and conditioning work where we're using battle ropes and skipping and different stuff like that. It was, it was a lot of fun. It just added some variety in there and it's great to throw in into the mix. It gave our, our joints and muscles a good break from the regular training we've been doing. And it added a new dimension, a new element to our training that kept it fun, exciting and challenged our body and, and cardiovascular system in a different way. So I think from now on, that's what we're going to do. We're going to follow a program for four weeks and then do a week like that where we, we do some circuit training or metabolic resistance training or whatever the hell they want to call it with these fancy names mm-hmm. and tags nowadays. So uh, I'll use whatever the trendy word is uh, for, the, for the, the, the week and we'll hop on board with that for one week and then move back to our body part split routines or, or whatever the split is that we're following at that time. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I still believe like deloading again, I think it's crucial for a strength athlete, especially someone like approaching a powerlifting meet or something. But even for someone more concerned about just looking good in the mirror, I, I do think deloading has its merit. Um, like the idea of pulling back on volume. So you kind of have like a super compensation effect. Mm-hmm. I think there, I think that's sound, and, and it's quite frankly, it's something I include in, in all the programs I write. Um, but what I take exception to is like it, right now, it's everyone's like the fourth week they have to deload. Like it's always the fourth week, and it's the problem is that it's totally coming out of like the convenience of the program. It's like the dudes who are writing these programs are are, are putting in these fourth week deloads, and people are treating it like it's gospel. Like it's not, you know, you don't necessarily have to do it on the fourth week. I mean, it's just like, you don't have to do chest on Monday. (laughs) Exactly. Especially if you want to get a bench on your chest day, if (laughs) they're all used, if your workout chest works out on Monday. Exactly. And and then you get these, like these ridiculous things where, yeah, like people will, you know, they'll go on a vacation on like for on the second week of their program or whatever, and then come back and then right away they'll deload again. It's like, dude, you're, just on vacation, you probably worked out twice, you know, you were too much else, like, and now you need a deload week. So it's kind of, uh, 
it's something that people, especially the more recreational lifters, I think they take a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're doing though, like having like a fourth week where you kind of change things up completely, I think that's great. Um, that would be the fifth we, week. We we've been we'd like to stick to a plan for four weeks, see it out, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the fifth week we'll we'll throw that conditioning in there, and it's that'll be yeah, a fun challenge. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. I mean I like my little rule of thumb is is I just at least I try around once a month just to pull back the volume considerably and for one week and seeing how I feel like. I'll either drop the intensity as well, or I'll do the opposite. I'll pull back the volume and I'll crank up the intensity, like I'll tr- like almost like one set to failure type thing. Mm-hmm. If that, that's if I'm feeling really, really good. Um, but typically, I just yeah. honestly, typically, life usually sends me deloads anyway. Yeah. Like so, it's it's something I don't I don't stress about too talk too much. So yeah, I think you hit on a good point. It's uh, like the strength athletes. It's crucial for uh, yeah. for bodybuilders, physique artists like myself and you. It's a uh, you don't, I mean, we're not, we're training a hell of a lot smarter. It's not like our, our joints are taking a massive beating. We're not lifting heavy shit all the time. We do some heavy lifting, but we're using a lot of different training protocol where the, the, the loads can be a little bit lighter. Um, it's just, it's not as hard on us. We can tend to mm-hmm. kind of prolong a program a little bit longer than, uh, than a strength athlete could do so yeah that that like i mean that's a huge point right there too like what you do on the other weeks is so greatly affects whether or not you need to deload like if you're kind of you know if you're kind of i don't want to say i'm in the twilight of my lifting career but i'm certainly you know i'm certainly over the hump like i'm not going balls out every single set i just a i don't have to and b it's it's just i don't need to like and and it's not healthy for my joints so if you kind of like you know you take it easy relatively most of your training you don't need to deload every every fourth week i mean or even every third week or every fifth week you have so much more margin of error to kind of make these game time decisions so to speak mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah it, it's interesting where where an idea or concept originates from and and where it carries over yeah. to anything else now if, if i start seeing richard simmons and the sweat to the oldest <laughs> programming and deload weeks and we're 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 in big trouble yeah, it's well. It's, yeah, oh, good lord! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, that's the that's kind of the scary thing that could happen when people extrapolate stuff from like high level strength training and try to like insert it into all types of form, even recreational lifting. It's just like it's not necessarily the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a huge point as well. I mean, it just yeah, it's all going to depend. If you're a recreational lifter, well. Yeah. We're basically recreational. Yeah. Everyone to a different degree. And I, I mean, a lot of the guys in the gym aren't pushing themselves as hard as they could be. Um, so, so planning in a, a deload isn't, uh, isn't nearly as necessary for them as someone else who's really stepping mm-hmm. up their game and challenging themselves week after week. Like one thing like that you said you do, and I certainly do too, is I, I always deload at the end of a program. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm doing a program, especially if I'm getting really good results from it, and I start kind of milking it. I go into like six weeks, eight weeks, and I'm loving it. But I know I got to start changing stuff soon. That's when I'll put in a deload before I start the next program. So always that last week, I'll either again either certainly volume, sometimes intensity as well. I'll, I'll cut back. So I think that's. Um, I, I don't think it's a good idea to go at the very top end of, of a program then jump right into the the beginning of another one. I think it's good to have a kind of a transition week like that. Yep. 
and again, that that what you were what you and Rick are doing is perfect. I mean, just something completely different or or scaled down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's, what I do. <laughs> it's good fun, and there probably isn't a right or wrong way to do it. it Fuck it, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, for the most part, just just listening listening to yourself, and uh, yeah, just going based on how hard you're pushing it, and just know that. I mean. A lot of even the top level people. I mean, they can't they can't mm-hmm. go like gangbusters all the freaking time. You can't you can't be at the top of your game all the time. You need to you need to dial things back uh, on occasion. And how frequently is just it's going to depend on on you and how well you recover and and lifestyle overall as well. I mean, if I would imagine that if you're someone who um, struggles with quality sleep. If your lifestyle sucks, if you if your nutrition isn't on point and you're constantly stressed, you probably need to take some deloads a little more frequently than someone who gets quality sleep every night, doesn't have a lot of stress in their life. And oh yeah, that that's huge, man. That's um, and that's actually a really good indicator. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. Like, uh, it's actually a really good indicator if you need a deload is is if your sleep quality for no reason all of a sudden kind of goes to shit. I mean, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people don't take account of their sleep, you know, but that's like, that's your most powerful recovery agent at your disposal. So yeah, that's a good point. Like when, yeah, when your sleep gets really off, that can be a sign to, to deload or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very cool, man. Yeah. yeah. That's bros. Listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like me, you get up at your sleep is shit anyway, but <laughs> Crazy bastard! No, no, no. <laughs> well, excellent, man. I'm uh, I'm gonna go get a little fuel in me. Got a killer leg day coming up here. Really looking forward to to blasting our thighs. So we'll uh, we'll get another uh, recording in this week. Not sure what the topic's gonna be, but uh, I really like that we kept this short and to the point. Yeah, and, uh, we'll get another quick topic out later on in the week. Boom! You bet. Oh yeah. Catch you soon. Bye.